Episode 93, Jason's Next Book. You can be involved. You're listening to The Game Changers with Jason Jennings. Leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention. Now, here's worldwide best-selling author and speaker, Jason Jennings, and your host, Dale Dixon. Welcome to The Game Changers, the podcast dedicated to leading highly principled people to their full potential. I'm your host, Dale Dixon, with Jason Jennings. Jason, great to be with you. Uh, Dale, great to be back with you again. So uh, take it from the title of today's episode. We're talking about you getting ready for another book, number nine. Yes, yes, number nine. It's time to get back to work on a book. Now, one of the interesting things is you never, ever release the title. You don't even give us a hint about what the title's going to be until it's out. Well, and the, yeah, and the reason I don't give the title uh, of a book until it's out is because uh, the title of a book, if you look at my titles, they all occurred during the process of the researching. I wish I was one of those gifted people who had a muse uh, sitting on my shoulder whispering into my ear a title and going, I have the title. So I'll come up with the subject, but invariably, for example, for my book, Think Big, Act Small, which I would really urge people to read. Not the original hardcover edition, which came out a decade ago, but the paperback revised edition, which came out a few years ago, and it profiles the only 10 companies in America who have increased their revenues double digits organically every year for 15 years without a miss and did the same thing with their profits. It's it's just a remarkable book, not because I wrote it, but because of the great companies involved. And uh, during the process of the research, I was having a hard time coming up with a title. And finally, I was sitting down with the uh, president of Sonic Drive-In, a wonderful woman. And uh, I was, uh, I'd been in Oklahoma City at their headquarters a number of times, but I was talking to her at an investors conference in San Francisco. I needed one more couple of hours session with her. And I said, Patty, let me ask you a question. I mean, what is the magic that's allowed Sonic Drive-Ins to do this for so many years? And she looked at me and she said, oh, well, that's simple. She said, we think big, but we act small. She said, if you think big and act big, you're going to get into trouble. She said the secret in life and the secret in business is to think big, act small. And I immediately ran back home and went up to my study and started sending emails out to the other companies in the book saying, I think I've got a working title, think big, act small. And immediately I heard back from them saying, oh, my God, my father has said that, I mean, for the last 25 years, or we built our company on that principle. And so that's where that title occurred from. And so I think along the way, I've had great titles. It's not the big that eat the small. It's the fast eat the slow. That came from the research. Think big, act small, less is more. All of these book titles didn't really, weren't initiated by me. The subject was, but they all came during the process of the interviewing. So that's how titles occur. Great. So you're in research mode now, correct? Yes. All right. So yes, how- I'm in research mode and I have a couple of ideas, which I'm not going to reveal uh, because I don't want to mess up or muddy the waters or affect the responses I'm hoping to get as a result of this podcast. Many times, Dale, you and I have talked about the fact, and I don't mind giving it away because uh, nobody else will do it, but in preparation for every speech I do, as you know, I spend 60 to 90 minutes with the CEO, and then I do 10 to 12 other telephone interviews with other senior leaders, entrepreneurs, people who will be at the event. And I find out about them, what they do, what they own, what they're responsible. I find out their story. And then the magic question is this, and we talked about about this just seven or eight weeks ago in a different context. But the question I ask is, uh, what's keeping you awake at night these days about your business? 
And I can't begin to tell you the number of times I've had a CEO or a leading executive say, uh, hold on a second, I, I need to go and close my door. And they go and close the door and they come back and you can almost hear a sigh of relief. I mean, because nobody has asked them what's keeping them awake at night these days about their business. And they almost breathe this deep sigh of relief and then they begin to spew. And then you get the real story about what the challenges are, about what the issues are. And so every book I've done, you got to remember doing as many speeches as I do. I generally do in most years about a thousand of these telephone calls. So the thousand telephone interviews I do every year not only provide me rich fodder for my books, and but also for the speeches, but they allow me to kind of keep my finger on the, on the pulse of what's going on. And that's where the book The Reinventors came from. And that's where the book The High Speed Company came from, from listening to people. And so I thought, we have so many people who listen to us every week. I want to ask them the question. I would like to get an email from them in response to the question What's keeping, what's the single biggest thing keeping you awake at night these days about your business? Submit it to me. I'll go through all the responses. In a couple of weeks, I'll report back on all the responses we've had. And it might lead, it might very well lead to what's keeping you awake at night these days, possibly being the subject of my next book. So, uh, so that's the challenge today. My email address is Jason at Jason dash. That's not an underscore. That's a dash. Jason at Jason dash Jennings.com. I read every mail I receive. I respond to every mail, uh, email I receive. And I'd like you to shoot me an email about what's the biggest thing keeping you awake these days about your business. I'd love to see what we get. So as you ask the question, thousands of times. I'm sure you've you've done this enough that you can start to see some consistency in answers or some themes that come up. What are some of those themes that you have been hearing, especially this year? You're right. I mean, themes always change with the times. Following my debut book, uh, 15 or now is it 16 years ago, it's not the big that eat the small, it's the fast that eat the slow. Uh, then I was out on the circuit and doing all of these speeches and doing all of these interviews and having all of these conversations. And I was hearing, damn it, we need to be more productive. I, I, uh, we have to be more productive and efficient in everything we do. And that led to me ultimately uh, identifying the most productive companies in the planet and writing the book, Less Is more. And, and on and on it went. And I remember the book, The Reinventors, where it came from. Uh, we were coming out of the Great Recession. or No, we were actually still in the Great Recession. And I was interviewing a man who owned a small software company with about 80 to 100 people in Nebraska. When I asked him what's keeping him awake at night these days, he said, me. And I said, excuse me? He said, you know what? I bought into the malaise I bought into the BS. I bought into the story of how bad things are and how bad things are going to be. And he said, what's keeping me awake at night is me. I just need to grab the reins. I need to run and grow my business. He said, I just have to reinvent it and do whatever the heck has to be done to be in charge of my own business. And I got off the telephone and I shouted, we're coming out of the recession. I mean, because people were over the malaise. They were, they were ready to take charge again. And, and that's where the book, The Reinventors, came from. So a couple of things I'm hearing hearing about right now. I would say the last 1,500 interviews I've done over the past year, year and a half, it's how do we find, engage, keep, and grow the right people? That seems to be an issue across all industry categories, 
all business types, and I hear it consistently over and over and over again. So that's so that's one thing I hear. Another thing I hear is we know we have to have a more diverse workforce, but practically, and, and we're committed to doing that. But practically, how do we build a company that looks more like our customers? And uh, my observation over the past uh, seven or eight years is that, uh, and I haven't proven this yet, but we've been working on it, that that companies that really look like their customers, uh, they're not only doing the right thing, but their financial performance far exceeds those who don't. And there's a lot of companies who are, do not have a diverse workforce serving the diverse cl- uh, customer base. So those are two of the things I hear about a lot. But first and foremost right now, it's the people issue. And if I get a lot of emails from people c- confirming for me that that is their biggest single issue too, uh, that might very well be the direction I decide to go. And uh, But I just really – so I didn't want to money the waters too much. But I would just like people to think about it. What keeps you awake at night these days about your business? And uh, send me a quick little uh, email. Some of them will pique my curiosity. I'll get back to folks and uh, I'll report back on on what I hear. Of course, uh, if somebody comes up with the idea, obviously in the acknowledgments of the book, there they are uh, at the top of the page. Quick question. You, so you start with the CEO. When you, when you have the interview process, and then you go and you yes. interview about 10 others. When you yes. ask the question, what keeps you up at night? If you hear, what have you learned? If you hear consistency across all of those 11 interviews about what keeps people up at night, and yes. what happens if there's not consistency? in that answer. What uh, that's that's why I love spending time with you each week over a cup of coffee because you just cut to the chase and ask the most incredible questions. I know that I've got a great company truly committed to doing the right thing and likely to get there when the CEO what the CEO what he or she tells me is echoed by his or her direct reports or other people in the company. Unfortunately, uh, some of the time I end up with uh, the CEO telling me one thing and everybody else telling me other things. And then what you've got is you've uh, got a bunch of delusional people and uh, and they're not shooting at the same target. Then it also becomes my job in the introduction of a speech that I do uh, to say I heard very divergent things as I was uh, speaking to your top leadership. You're going to have to get together on some of these things. You're going to have to prioritize them, and you're all going to have to share the same concerns in order to share shooting at the same target. And so I think I bring a lot of value there. But when when you hear one story from the CEO and then a totally different story going in all kinds of different directions from everybody else, uh, you know the company is uh, the company's challenged. So I'm. G- but then I get to help them fix it. Absolutely. And I'm going to issue a challenge then to the listeners that uh, you know we really work to give you valuable content you can go and implement immediately. And this question, uh, we have do- we've, we dove into this question in previous episodes. But this is a, a terrific opportunity for you to walk into the office this week and, and start ask before you just fire your answer off to Jason, start asking your, your counterparts, your colleagues as leaders in the company the same question and see if there is consistency in the answer. And it's going to be revealing for where you are at, where your company's at. And then that's going to help get the craft the right, uh, the best answer 
uh, when you send it to Jason. But this is this is fantastic. So the email address once again. Jason at Jason dash Jennings dot com. But don't dilly and don't dilly dally and delay. I mean, uh, have a couple of conversations. Think about it. Get back to us uh, as quick as possible so I can report back in a couple of weeks to everybody. Absolutely. Jason Jennings is the author who USA Today calls one of the three most in demand business speakers in the world. You know why. To find out how you can arrange to have Jason keynote your next event or leadership conference and learn about his fees and availability, be sure and check out the website. It's just like the email address. It's jason-jennings.com. Click on the contact button, follow the instructions. Also, contact information in the show notes for this episode. Once again, thank you so much for spending the time, Jason. We look forward to helping you basically help us. You're saying help me help you through this process. Help me, help me, help me. Okay, good deal. Hey, make it a great... Go ahead. See you next week for a cup of coffee. Absolutely. Make it a great week. This is the Game Changers, the podcast dedicated to leading highly principled people to their full potential. You've been listening to the Game Changers, leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention with business thought leader, best-selling author, and keynote speaker, Jason Jennings. Read Jason's most recent New York Times bestseller, The Reinventors, and visit his website at Jason. Jason-Jennings.com.